What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Hump day! That is right. Welcome back to a Wednesday edition, the 88th. Is it the 88th? Uh, 80s. Yeah, 88th, because tomorrow 89, and then Friday's 90. Yeah. Friday's 90. Uh, welcome yep. back to a hump day edition uh -huh. of the Nightly Morning Show here on twitch.tv slash nerdynightly. If you're catching this on our YouTube page or listening to it on our podcast feed, please come check us out live on Twitch Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern over on twitch.tv slash nerdynightly. I already said that, but I'll keep repeating it until all of you join us. <laughs> Join us. What's up? One of us. Um, nothing. Nothing. We we started talking about a very Potter musical in the pre-show, which was very yeah. fun. Mm -hmm. Um, we 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 got some stuff to get done today. We're filming some videos, and um, can we not? No. Okay. No, we have to. Um, yeah, and the sun is shining, so it's good. How how are you? I'm okay. I I'm a, I have a weird. I'm in a weird place right now. Why? Because last night we couldn't find a pillowcase. And we have yeah. a very small apartment. And... Yeah, I'm still so confused about that. So here's the deal. So we we, we wash our sheets and pillowcases because I have a wife now. And that's a thing that a man does once he has a woman in the house. Um, and never before. Um, gross. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we, we put our laundry in. Well, you put our laundry in yesterday. Mm -hmm. Which is why, this is where I, I have questions. But you put our laundry in. Yeah. And then you moved it to the dryer. Yeah. And then when I took it out of the dryer and carried it to the bedroom, there was no silk pillowcase. Mm-hmm. Right? We have a single silk pillowcase I mean, for like your hair or something. satin, but yeah. Sure. It is gone. Yeah, it literally disappeared. It, it is not in the, we have, it's not a big apartment. There's, it's not like there are places it could be. It is gone. Yeah. And so my question is, why are you hiding your pillowcase from I'm me? I'm literally not. I, I, trust me, I would rather be sleeping on my soft pillowcase. <laughs> but right now, I'm not. I don't understand what happened. Willow's saying dryers eat things. Well, I know, but I don't know how. Like, it's we a big literally pillowcase. looked every, it's not that big of a pillowcase. It's, it's, it's the size of a t-shirt. I mean, yeah. Like one of my t-shirts. The dryer ate it. Yeah, people are pretty convinced the dryer ate it. I don't know. It must have. Like, it must have. And I'm kind of upset about it. It, it wasn't washed with anything except the sheets, mm -hmm. John. There, so there wasn't actually a lot in there. And we, we, we shook out everything. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's disappeared. Oh, we checked our entire apartment last night. Like, yeah. I checked For under... For, like, 20 the, minutes. I looked in the freezer. Like, we... We, we exhausted all of our options. It doesn't yeah. actually take that long to search our entire apartment. You know, it's like three rooms. There's a kitchen, a living room, and a bedroom. Yeah. Um, and we don't have, we don't have like a lot of places that things can hide. No. And it's, it's just gone. But now I have anxiety that we have a ghost because this is, this is a follow-up to another story. Uh, like the month that we moved in, we bought a bunch of chicken and we cooked most of it, but there were two chicken breasts left and those chicken breasts disappeared. That's true. Also true. I put them in the fridge. Mm -hmm. You saw them in the fridge after that. Yes, I did. And they disappeared. Yep. And I'm really concerned that we're going to find, like, moldy chicken breasts at some point. Because we, 
Like, no, no, the place would smell. Our place is so small. Well, no, they were in a Ziploc bag. Like, where did those chicken breasts go? I don't know. Yeah, we're very concerned that I, we have a ghost. Yeah. Also, when we were watching Grey's Anatomy last night, it made like a weird noise. The TV was like... <sighs> That's right. And I was like, I wasn't going to say anything, but in my head I was like, oh, great, our place is haunted. Cool. Am I playing too much Phasmophobia? I haven't played Phasmophobia lately, but I'm convinced we have a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Although, like, if all the ghosts... If the ghost is like, I'm going to steal one thing from you every six months, that's not bad. I guess, but, like, I, I as long as it's not, like, your camera, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, or my wedding ring. Where is it? I'm sure it's, like, by the dishes. No, I checked. I looked everywhere this morning. I can't find it. Wait, you actually can't find it? Yeah, I actually can't find it. Don't... Don't mess with me. You're very funny. Should we get into the news, y'all? Let's get into the news. Y'all! Y'all, big news. Big news if you're a fan of animated television shows like I am. Big news. And you are a fan of a certain particular animated show. Namely, the Purpuff Garris, as I'm I believe sorry, it's called what? in Sweden. No, the, the Power Puff Garris. Power Puff Girls. Yes, the Purpuff Garris. Um, Close <laughs> enough. The Powerpuff Girls are coming to the CW. Yep. That is right. In a announcement uh, made yesterday, uh, three shows at the CW have been picked up from uh, straight to series um, ahead with three pilots. Um, first up, is, let, let's go through the two that we're less interested in. Yes. Let's end with Powerpuff Girls. Yes. So first up is uh, Naomi, uh, which is another um, Greg Berlanti, Michael Bendis uh, DC comic show. Um it's a DC comic series about a teenage girl who sets out to discover the origins of a supernatural event in her hometown. Uh, Naomi is, um, I believe this is, uh, I believe she's a dreamer, um, which is uh, an American thing. Uh, it's a uh, uh, children right. uh, who are brought to the United States um, by uh, undocumented parents mm. uh, who are raised in the United States are given a certain kind of immigration status mm -hmm. uh, because they you can't really like deport them back home because they've never lived anywhere else. They've only yeah. ever lived in the States. Uh, and so to make a dreamer the main character of a superhero television show is, is, a, is a really interesting step forward for diversity. And I'm excited for the show. Yeah. I, I said like those two were less excited about it. I'm actually very excited for Naomi. Um, I just know less about it. Yeah. Um, I haven't read yeah. Bendis' comic, uh, even though I've heard it's great. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm excited to jump into this uh, when it comes out, mm, probably in the fall. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a cool, it's a cool premise and, mm -hmm. like, a really awesome statement being made by the CW, so, um, mm -hmm. that one, that one's one we'll definitely be keeping an eye on. Um, the other is a reboot of a show called The 4400, or The 4400. I've actually never heard of the original, which is interesting, you but... You haven't? I have. The 4400? The 4400. I think my parents used to watch it or something. Yeah, the new fo the new version will focus on 4,400 overlooked, undervalued, and marginalized people who disappeared over the past 100 years, who are all returned in an instant, instant right? having not aged at all and ha with no idea what happened. They also discover they've been returned with upgrades and likely for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my parents used to watch this show. I, I really don't remember anything about it except... Mm -hmm. You know, if I saw some faces from it, I might recognize them. Um, but, uh, wow. Um, so I don't cool. know the original version, but um, it appears it appears that this one is um, specifically about marginalized people. Uh, so I'm very curious to see mm -hmm. what what that means. I don't I don't really you know. 
Yeah, I just don't know what it is. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, like I said, I don't remember the show at all. I um, Can you really quickly pull up what network, the or just scroll over there, what network the original was on? Um... Huh. Not sure where I can find that. Um, Wikipedia? Oh, it was on USA. Okay. Oh, characters welcome. That's the one. I think that's what that's USA's thing, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, no. Um, that, so I'm I'm curious to see what that's gonna be. Obviously, there's going to be some. Um, if I remember, it's gonna be a very like politically minded show. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I don't think people were satisfied with the ending of it for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah, interesting, interesting. I, I had no idea that that show was popular enough to get a reboot. Um, they had four seasons. Um, I, so. I, it's interesting because it looks like the original um, was not about marginalized people, but the reboot yeah. will be. Mm -hmm. uh, so they might just be using the title because it's something people have kind right. of heard of. for a different uh, To tell uh, a story about marginalized groups. Yeah. Um, which, um, I, 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 this doesn't have what the creative team on that is, so I'm hopeful that... It's good, and I yeah. hope it's handled well. Yeah. Um, there's no mention of the CW's plans for The Lost Boys, Maverick, or a spin-off of The 100, mm -hmm. or uh, a series announcement for Black Lightning's spin-off Painkiller. Yeah. Uh, haven't heard about those yet, but what we have heard about, the one that we're excited about, because, oh boy, were these three girls a part of my childhood, the Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls. Um, brought to the small screen by Diablo Cody, mm -hmm. uh, the director. Um, who has made some really, really fantastic films. Uh, uh, is it Tully? The, the, um, Charlize Theron movie, Tully. I think it's Tully. Really good. Uh, really, really good. I that one. Um, it's, it's great. Uh, Charlize Theron plays, like, a mother who is, um, dealing with postpartum depression. Oh, interesting. Um, and okay. Charlize Theron, like, put on, like, a lot of weight and, like, like, really changed her body for it. Gotcha. Uh, and then she's dealing with, like, the, the a babysitter. We should watch it. It's a great film. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah. I yeah. love Charlize Theron. <clears throat> and Heather Regnier, who, uh, previously made Veronica Mars and Sleepy ah. Hollow. Uh, so, you know, has definitely made a series in this Mello, the bard, thank you for that subscription. Six months, enjoy your Millennium Falcon, my friend. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, so Heather Rainier from Veronica Mars and Diablo Cody have partnered together to remake Powerpuff Girls. Live action. Live action. Mm -hmm. um, and this is this is the premise. And I'm, I'm coming ready to it. This? Um, Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup are disillusioned 20-somethings who resent having lost their childhoods to crime fighting. Very funny. That is very funny. Oh. I, I at least I hope it's I hope it's funny. Yeah, here's the thing. We were talking and I was like, this this could be great. Mm -hmm. This could be fun. Um, you know, there's a lot of potential there. It could be really bad. <clears throat> I, I think that what the saving grace for this very small announcement for me is the team behind it. Um, Diablo Cody, uh, in their films, has made a lot of very adult, difficult material with a sense of humor that makes it feel very human. Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like Heather Regnier um, has done the same with Veronica Mars. Mm -hmm. You know, at the center of Veronica Mars is... Um, a, a, I mean, like, there's, there's a sexual assault that happens. Like, there's a lot in that show that is very difficult to deal with. Mm -hmm. There's, there, you know, there's the emotional stakes of that show were very high. But it was also very funny. And it was also very, um, very... Um, I don't even know what the word is, uh, relatable okay, to yeah. its audience. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's why Veronica Mars was such a strong show, got the movie reboot. Um, I kickstarted that. 
I was on the Kickstarter. I was like, I want my t-shirt. I was a big yeah. Mar- Veronica Mars fan. Yeah. Um, and I just think that it's really impressive. It's an impressive creative team that they put behind the show um, who have in the past dealt with similar issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tully is a movie about Charlie's Theron being a mother who is upset about the fact that she's a mom, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and dealing with that. And there's a lot of humor in that movie and there's a lot of um, humanity in that movie. Mm-hmm. And there's also some really, really uncomfortable dark scenes that you have to get through and yeah i think that if this show is allowed i don't you know what know what the cw's overreach on it's going to be but if mm-hmm. the show is allowed to kind of dip into the tones that both of those creators have put into their past projects mm-hmm. i actually think that there's a real potential here for this to be a really cool show that will be very relatable to people like us who are 20 somethings who have kind of grown up at the same time as the powerpuff girls yeah for sure we were kids with them and now we're 20 somethings with them and they can speak with this show to our generation and what we're yeah. dealing with. Yeah, it's a good move. Yeah. For sure. I don't think, like, I don't I don't think you could remake a live-action Powerpuff Girls with children. It'd be weird. Uh, you know. It, you could if it was a kid's show. If, well, actually, kind of, the, the, the original isn't really for kids. No, and it's the also The original's very, really weird. Here's the thing. It's it's really tough to have three children as your leads. Like, mm-hmm. the, the amount of, like, um, like, Stranger Things would have had a lot, um, much different protocols for filming because kids cannot be on set Mm -hmm. for the same hours that adults can and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, doing a show like this, especially with when there would be like stunts and things, that would be really, I think, difficult to put together. Uh, I think Netflix could do it. I'm sure they could. You know who could do it? It Robert Rodriguez. It can be done. The director of Spy Kids. It can be done. If Robert Rodriguez said he wanted to make a Powerpuff Girls movie for kids, I'd be like, cool, do it. Yeah, Yeah. that's fair. Um, I just, I think that um, they're making it easier on themselves, aging it up, and I think it's Mm -hmm. smart because, like you said, now we are that age. Um, I didn't watch a ton of Powerpuff Girls when I was younger, but I definitely really liked them. I didn't have, um, I don't think I had Cartoon Network. Which I'm pretty sure is what it's on. Like, I didn't get to watch much of, like, Dexter's Laboratory and Powerpuff Girls and things like that. What? Yeah, I just don't know if I had the channel. Um, And so, you know, I I know who they are, and I I do like the characters. I've seen enough of it to know, but they're not, like, beloved to me. But I'm still excited about it. I think think this will be really fun. It'll be a more dark humor, quirky take on it. Yeah, Um, I just hope it doesn't, like, lean towards, like, what Riverdale has done. If you ruin the Powerpuff Girls. Riverdale's rough. It, yes. Rough is being kind. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, if, you know what, if the CW reaches out to me and asks, I will definitely play Miss Bellum. There's a great TikTok. Um, there, it's one of those, like, asking a question TikToks to get people to answer. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, stitch this with, like, one of the worst moment in television history. And then she's like, I'll go first. I mean, any moment from Riverdale is acceptable. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Riverdale uh, is woof. If they make this like Riverdale, I will riot. I don't think they will. I, I, I yeah. they, they, this is, this is, the, the creative team behind this is not. Is, no, no, is, no, for is sure. very good. For sure. I, I trust I, this team. I think it'll be, I think it'll be good. I'm excited for it. I think a lot of people right now are very excited for it. It's I just want to be Mojo Jojo. Can I be Mojo Jojo? Mojo Jojo. Yes. I will be your I will be your ape. Your ape man. Mojo Jojo. Uh, Breaking news, Clarus didn't have a childhood. You know what, Richard, you're not you're wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> that is that is 
too true. Um, in other animation news, um, <sighs> Disney has uh, made the unfortunate decision uh, to close down Blue Sky Studios, uh, one of its animation studios uh, that it acquired when it bought Fox. Uh, and Blue Sky is m probably most known for the hit franchise Ice Age. Oh, no. Um, as well as the franchises uh, Rio, uh, which had a sequel, Rio 2, yeah. uh, the Dr. Seuss Horton Here's a Who movie, and the Peanuts movie. Uh, Blue Sky's most recent film was the CG animated spy comedy Spies in Disguise, the Will Smith, Tom Holland movie. Uh, mm -hmm. It got pretty good reviews, but unfortunately only grossed $171 million worldwide. Mm -hmm. uh, they were currently working on a movie called Nimona, uh, the following, uh, which followed a young shapeshifter who teams up with a mad scientist to expose the ruler of the kingdom. Um, that film was supposed to come out next year, but it uh, is not going to now. Damn. Um, and the reason is, uh, given the current economic realities, after much consideration and evaluation, we've made the difficult decision to close filmmaking operations of Blue Sky, and it looks like it oh, is okay. going to be mostly, um, it is going to be mostly about the fact that they just can't have three, they just can't afford to run three animation studios during COVID. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, and yeah, it's, it's unfortunate for people, um, for people who love, uh, well, actually, I don't know. I, I feel like most of their franchises have kind of come to an end. Um, yeah. Ice Age has kind of done I mean, its thing. They Yeah, they beat that horse. There's, what, like, six Ice Age movies? I, I, apparently, I mm -hmm. didn't know this. I think I've seen two of them, and I found out kind of recently that there was actually way more than that. Um, their studio that... employs 450 people, uh, and so Disney is working with employees to explore open positions at the company's other internal studios. There is a series based on Ice Age coming to Disney+, Plus, so hopefully uh, they will be able to find... So the people who were working on that will hopefully be able to find work continue to work with Disney that. and yeah, okay. not not lose their jobs, just be moved to moved to a different part of the studio. Got it. Um, but yeah, it is it is an interesting reality of the Disney Plus Fox or the Disney Fox merger is that at some point these studios were about were going to be merged. Yeah, there's yeah, no reason to have. You can't keep doing all of it. Yeah. Um, that's especially during a pandemic. You know, there are there are choices that have to be made, um, and it's. It is unfortunate. I just, I hope that it's more of a redistribution of people and not a bunch of people losing their jobs. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, it's unfortunate that they were in the middle of working on a project, yeah. but... Um, the project had 10 months left, though. Like, it's not like they were, like, almost done. Like, yeah, they had yeah. almost a year of work left on it, and yeah. Disney just, yeah. Especially, no, especially after Spies in Disguise did not do well. Despite people liking it, it just didn't catch people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, they're not the Croods 2, I guess. They are not the Croods 2. Y'all, I'm going to get a Croods 2 tattoo. Please don't. It's my Croods 2 tattoo. Nope, please don't um, do that. <laughs> In other news, China, the country with the most people. <laughs> the country. Uh, has finally allowed Steam to officially launch. Uh, users there have been using Steam illegally for a while. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is now official Chinese Steam. And it launched with just 53 games. Um, uh, the reason for this is that every single game on the Chinese uh, Steam store has to be approved by the Chinese government. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there are currently 53 games. The main two, the big two on the store right now are Counter-Strike and Dota 2. Okay. Um, and uh, hopefully over time, uh, there, there are over 20,000 available games on uh, the Steam available in the United States and Canada. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, so hopefully over time, they will be able to um, get more approved. However, there are going to be games that are just never going to be approved in the Steam store. 
in China um, because of the, the, the censor rules and whatnot. Um, but yeah, if you are in China and you're watching the show, hello, how did you find us? Um, and um, uh, I feel like this is a show you might get in trouble for watching. So don't do that. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I have a feeling we won't be allowed in China. Allowed in the country at yeah, all? Yeah, no. There's there's a lot of YouTubers that end up not allowed in China. Because they, like, make jokes. It's that... fine. We'll go to Japan instead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. We'll, we'll definitely go to Japan. We love Japan. Um, <laughs> I, I also don't, like... Uh, no, I'm not going to get into that. Um, but, yeah. So, Steam. Officially right. in China. Do you, do you, do you think it's going to take off? Um, 53 games is, like, nothing. Yeah. I think people are just going to keep using it illegally the way they've been using it. Yeah, probably. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't really know what to say about that. Like, unless they get, like, a couple hundred games up on there soon, it, people are probably not even going to bother. I, I don't even think it's a couple hundred American games. I think that what Steam needs to succeed in China is going to be Chinese games. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Chinese, like we've seen with the Chinese box office, um, Chinese audiences really love to show up for Chinese-made things. Totally. Uh, and so I think that Steam's best case for moving forward in the country and their best financial hopes for moving forward in that country will be to draw in Chinese um, gamers yeah. with uh, Chinese games, yep. uh, work with Chinese studios, get their games on their platform. For sure. Uh, and then, you know, maybe those gamers will buy the American uh, or, you know, Steam is an international. There are games from all over the world on there. Um, so I, I think that their best bet is going to be to start by trying to acquire more Chinese made games yeah. and focus less on trying to port over, um, American games. Uh, you know, it's, it's sort of what happens with Star Wars there, right? Like everyone thinks, oh, we'll just, well, now that we can get Star Wars into China, we'll just put it there and it'll do well. And the truth is like Chinese yeah. audiences have no taste for Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I was having a conversation when I was working in Japan, um, I was having a conversation with, um, one of the executives for Disney, mm -hmm. uh, Asia. And he was talking to me because I was like, oh, what's going on with Star Wars? Because Last Jedi had just come out. Yeah. And um, he was telling me, like, they have this five-year plan to try and get people in China to know what Star Wars is. Wow. Um, and it did not go the way they wanted. Um, mm. But, you know, hopefully by Rogue Squadron, maybe there will be some box office interest in uh, the in the franchise. Yeah. Um, but who knows? It, it's going to take a lot of marketing work to mm -hmm. make franchises like that available to Chinese audiences. And I think that it is just easier sometimes to just produce with a Chinese producer, make it in China and uh, release the content that way to get Chinese audiences interested in the brand. Yeah. It's so interesting. I have, um, I've barely traveled, you know, and I, I understand that, um, like being and living in a different culture, like is so drastically different. Mm -hmm. It's just something I've never experienced. And so, um, you know, the, the whole like, um, the the whole idea of the people in China showing up for Chinese content is something that I can like kind of intellectually understand, but I can't understand on like a level that's like personal in any way. Cause mm -hmm. that's fair. I mean, like, there's not a lot of Canadian content. There, there is. There's enough Canadian content, but even still, we still haven't watched Shit's Creek. Even though it's Canadian made and apparently amazing, mm -hmm. um, it, yeah, there's just it that um, not that same sense of uh, pride. I don't know what the it, well, I don't I've, know what the word is. It is tough, right? Because there's there's more. It's more intertwined. Yeah. Like when you're watching The Flash, 
you're watching a mostly Canadian-made show. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, The Flash is mostly made by Canadians. Um, if you if you count, like, the people in the mo in the show. Right. Uh, not the main actors. The main actors are flown up for, from the United States. Mm -hmm. But, like, everyone behind the camera, you know, those people are... It's a lot of Canadians because they film in Vancouver. And yeah. The, the boys on Amazon Prime filmed here in Toronto, where we live... Um, and so it is an interesting, like, our cultures are so intertwined between Canada and the States. Yeah, it's hard to have a just purely Canadian thing. And, like, um, Schitt's Creek has a lot of Americans in it. Yeah. And is a Canadian show. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's it's very weird. Yeah. It's very weird. They're, they are basically, we're, ba we're basically one thing. Um, yeah. We just have healthcare and they don't. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I hope Steam takes off. I hope that they're able to figure something out. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think it's very likely with the way that it is right now. Yeah. Um, Hardcore Soft Popcorn said, all hail Letterkenny. So I just want to say, yes, go watch the latest season of Letterkenny, which recently came out. And, um, uh, enjoy our friend Sashtriga, who stars on that show. Yeah, my, my friend, like, my childhood best friend, we, like, grew up performing together. Um, uh, we even interviewed her for the podcast and everything. Um, yeah, she's, she's on Letterkenny. Um, I haven't watched Letterkenny, so I, I don't, I don't even... You're a great friend. I know, I know. You're, you're, you're a great friend. I don't have it. Like, I don't have access to Letterkenny. We do, actually, now. Oh, we do now. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have to watch that or Kenny. I know my aunt loves the show. Um, I know a lot of people love the show. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, my friend Sash is on that. Yeah, um, and she there's a podcast episode. If you want to listen to our interview with Sash, uh, that is available on our YouTube channel or our podcast feed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can go listen to our full, it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a long one, but it's it's nice, you know. Um. Uh, all right. Should we get back to some news? Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. We've all seen the trailer. It's a great mm -hmm. trailer. It is the most watched trailer for a streaming series service, a streaming service series ever. 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 It, it broke records. Like on um, YouTube? Yeah. Uh, and, and, well, wherever it can be watched. Yeah. Um, but um, the being oh. the only really big trailer to come out of this, uh, the big game, I think, helps it. But uh, the Marvel Studios series yeah. drew a whopping 125 million views. Um, wow. Wow. Not only, not only is that ahead of mm, uh, any other streaming service series ever, yeah. it's also ahead of the 119 million views last year's Black Widow trailer managed to draw, and it is over double the 53 million views that WandaVision had in its first 24 hours. Wow. It even beats the Rise of Skywalker's uh, first day of its trailer. Dang. So there seems to be an incredible amount of interest in this show yeah for obvious reasons it's it looks very cool and uh Clarus, what do you think uh i sorry podcast listeners. not gonna lie i'm kind of surprised really yeah i didn't uh i didn't realize there would there would be so much hype for this show for these characters um it makes sense here's the thing mm -hmm. like when i think about it i'm like okay yeah, I can kind of see that. It's kind of almost the obvious continuation of Endgame, in a sense. Like, yeah, it is actually the, the most sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as far as what's coming out right now, anyways. One Division is kind of its own thing, and it's really, really cool. Um, That's actually a really interesting point. Yeah, like that's I, so interesting because because here's the thing: Far From Home was a sequel to Endgame for the uh, for the Iron Man side. Yes. 
WandaVision is not really a sequel to Endgame. It, no. it kind of takes the universe off in a new direction. Mm -hmm. Black Widow is a prequel to Infinity War. Yes. So, so it's not even... This is going to be the first post-Endgame content to follow up the Captain America story. And I yeah. hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. I think that might be why... Um, yeah. why it's it's got so much interest right now. That's that's mm -hmm. kind of the main reason that I can think of. Also, um, I, I as far as I know and as I can garner from the internet, um, these two characters, uh, people really love. They find really interesting. Yeah. Um, and their dynamic together, I think people are, are going to really enjoy seeing. So... I think a lot of us just want them to make out, though. You know... Yeah, I think that that is definitely a small percentage of it as well. Um, small? I, I mean, we are in that percentage, but you, you never know. There's nothing small about these men. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I think that that's the biggest reason that I can think of as to why this trailer exploded... It's also just a really good trailer. It's it cut really well. Has yeah. some really great moments. Yeah, the action in it is cool. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. This show looks like it'll be more generic and I don't mean that in a bad way I mean like WandaVision is a specific thing that I feel like yeah I hear what you're saying you know for a certain audience they'd be like no mm -hmm. but this is you know two um um two American guys like doing their thing and it's lots of action mm -hmm. there's sarcastic quips um, there's intrigue and backstory from all the previous, like, Marvel content. Um, so I, I do think that it's, it's, um, it's for a, a more general audience. Yeah. WandaVision is. Uh, we also found out that the, uh, the woman in the trailer who beats up Bucky is officially going to be a, uh, uh, gender-flipped, uh, flag smasher. Flag smasher. Uh, who is a, um... Uh, the, who is the leader of the uh, uh, anti-nationalist? They're basically like domestic terrorists. Um, the uh, ultimatum, mm -hmm. which is an acronym, but I can't. I, it's it's very it's it's a long acronym. It's like the United blah blah. It, it's very long, and then the last two words are to unite mankind. Mm -hmm. The last two, the tum is to, to unite mankind. I can't remember the whole thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we are getting a female flag smasher in this. Mm -hmm. Um, Carl, uh, I think his name's Carl Mag Magnus, or Carl Magnusthian, is now Carly mm -hmm. Magnusthian. So. And, uh, she's gonna be the villain? Uh, she's a villain. Uh, she's the villain that you see. She's got, in, in the trailer, she has the black mask with the red, um, it looks like the hand of Sauron, but it's red. Yeah. Um, uh, she's, and she's the one who beats up Bucky in the one scene that, uh, Anthony, uh, that Falcon's making fun of him for. Mm-hmm. When he's like, you got beat up by a girl. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go watch okay. it again. The noise, the noise that, that Bucky, Bucky makes, makes in that scene. Maybe that's why people keep watching this trailer. Is to just go back and re-listen to that like, noise. They're like, wait, what was They're like, that? Bucky, what? What? What did you do? Sebastian Stan, how did you produce that noise with your mouth? While hanging onto <laughs> uh... a truck driving 60 miles an hour. True. Um, <laughs> I mean, it probably wasn't actually doing that. Um, Stunts. Uh, John in the chat says, with WandaVision, once you hit episode four, it starts becoming a more standard MCU show. Yes and no. You know what I mean? <sighs> yeah. Like, because episode five gets super weird. It does. And it, it's, here's the thing. It, it um, in a sense of it leaning more into the 
superhero aspect of it and the powers and stuff like that and figuring out what's going on, yes. You mm-hmm. know, with the, like, tech people behind the scenes, the army quarantine and the thing, you know, it's it's less of a sitcom. Mm-hmm. But also, we still don't really know, like, what exactly is going on. And it's... Yeah. I, there's... Well, and after there's that... There's almost nothing standard about WandaVision, which is why it's so fascinating. What, what I love about it is that the, when... It, cuts that what episode five uh, this isn't really a spoiler for WandaVision but it is no. slight spoilers and I'm sorry about that um it's not a spoiler for anything plot wise no. um but the it's just how it's filmed um the the use of aspect ratios to have there essentially be two television shows happening at the same time in this television show mm-hmm. is really weird um and and it, it's weird in the bright it's way brilliant it's so perfect but yeah. but it's so not a traditional television show yeah um, it really is two shows that have been like spliced into one and it mm. works somehow yeah even though it it really shouldn't like WandaVision shouldn't work it should be too it should be too weird and yet yeah, it isn't but it it's great it's, it's so, so good i it just might, want it, more i know I, I love it like i need to know Oh um, I hope, you know, I hope if Falcon and the Winter Soldier is half as good as WandaVision is, we're going to love it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. We're in for, um, some treats. Uh, we have one last news story for today. Okay. I want I do want to get to it before we get to the end of the show here. Absolutely. Uh, Tom Holland reveals that he put his foot down for the first time, uh, as a leading actor. Uh, and it was because for, uh, Uncharted, they yeah. cut his hair, uh, and they made it really short on the sides. And okay. it looked really cool, but it wasn't very Peter Parker. And so they gave him a wig that was just the sides of the sides and back of his head. Um, and so Tom Holland, while talking with Esquire, said, For the first time in my life, I put my foot down as the leading actor. And I was like, I'm not effing, you know what word he used, wearing that wig. You can just, I'm going to have shorter hair and you're going to have to deal with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that would be so frustrating. Like... Hair is such a difficult thing to work with, like wigs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of patience. I mean... Here's the thing. I'm grateful to you, Tom Holland, because I have found that a lot of times wigs look really bad. Like, I yes. wish Kate Mara, when working on Fant Stick, had been like, hey, this wig looks really bad on me. Yeah. Have you have you ever seen Fant Stick? No. We should watch it just so that you can experience it. It's worth the experience. Fantastic is really a Just bizarre... to be clear, we're talking about the Fantastic Four. Everyone knows what Fantastic is, right? Sure. Is there anyone in the chat who doesn't know what I mean when I say Fantastic? There might possibly. I'm just being That was a candid. that was a internet meme for long enough that I feel like people Um yeah. it's the Fantastic Four movie that Josh Trank directed, um half of, and then the studio directed the other half of. Uh-huh. Um and so when they did the reshoots of the Fantastic um, Kate Mara had different hair, and so they used a wig to try and match her hair in the original shots, but it doesn't match at all. Like, you can, the entire movie, you know what is the original and what is the reshoots, because Susan Storm has drastically different colored and shaped and styled hair. Yeah. And it, sometimes it's in the same scene, like, she'll be sitting at a table, and it'll, like, cut to Doctor Doom, and then it'll cut back to her, and she has a completely different haircut yeah and you're like like, what happened yeah somebody (laughs) how how could you possibly have made this yeah yeah i mean i here's the thing i understand i understand in a sense but like i'm not sure i'm here's the thing if it looked good i'm not sure why tom holland didn't want to wear it 
Like, like I, I would love to know the reasonings behind that. I feel like... Because it probably looked bizarre. Here's the thing. It might have. It, like... <clears throat> it totally might have. And if that's the case, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. But if it looked good, I don't know. Like, I just... I don't know what the issue is. Like, as an actor, like, I don't know. I wore... I had, like, 17 different wig changes when we did Jersey Boys. Yeah, but film, film wigs and t- stage wigs are very different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they have to. Because they have to look. They have to look good from here. You know what I mean. You can't just throw a lace front on. That's gonna look good from the back of the audience. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's fair. I here's the thing. Here's the thing about the whole like, my hair was cooler for Nathan Drake, and they didn't want me to have it for Peter Parker. Peter Parker's identity has been outed, in this movie. Right. Like the world. Sorry, spoilers for Far From Home. Oops. Um. It's been out. It's been out a while. If you're watching the Nerdy Nightly, I feel like you should. Just expect that we're going to talk about two-year-old movies. Um, sorry, is that was that glib? I don't want to be glib. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine. The fact that Peter Parker maybe has a different haircut in this movie because he's on the run <laughs> from I mean, everyone. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, I feel like he's got some shaved mu- shaved. Some shaved mu- what? Uh, David broke. Um, yeah, I don't think that him changing his hair for this movie is <laughs> going to be weird why like why why not peter parker gets a haircut like normal peter people parker looks haircuts. cooler in this movie fine yeah i i don't know i don't see what the issue is so yeah, yeah. you know if he if he made the decision and was like no nah, i'm not wearing this wig then you know go for it mm-hmm. he's just so like sweet i it's it's hard to imagine him like putting his foot down <laughs> well that's why he was like i, I he, that that's why i don't think this was like as big a deal as we're making it. Yeah, he was probably like, hey guys, look, here's the thing. I'm not going to wear this wig. Well, no, he, sa- he says that he swore. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't Although, know, it's just weird here's to the imagine thing. Like, him. I, like, living in New York, as long as I did, the F word to me isn't a swear word. Yeah, we say it far too often. It's hard not to say it on the show. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 it, oh, um, uh, yeah, our, our friend Scary Daydream in the chat, uh, y'all, he's, uh, he's got some job interviews. So if we could send him some hype. All the hype and just good vibes. Just send some hype and good vibes for Scary Daydream for those job interviews. My dude, we're pulling for you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not I, I'm not worried. Like, they're not going to fire Spider-Man. He's going to be fine. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom, no one's going to fire Tom Holland. I just think it's cute. I wish I could have been in the room. I know. I want to, uh, to have been a fly on the wall to watch Tom Holland put his foot down. Like, it just. We don't know him, though. He might be, like, a really, like... I know. He just looks so sweet. You know what I mean? Like, he just looks... And in interviews, he, he does he does kind of carry that same demeanor. Yeah. Like, I and feel on like Instagram, it is, yeah. I feel like it is part of him. You know? Mm-hmm. So seeing him, like, lose his temper would be would be fun, I think. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. I, I love him. I think that he has made some really fun career choices. I'm really excited for that chaos... The, the movie where the, you can see what men are thinking and Daisy Ridley... Right, 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 right. walking. Something like that. Yeah, I'm really excited for that film. Really excited for his Uncharted movie. Mm-hmm. I wasn't when he was first cast because I was like, young Nathan Drake. But then, like, you know, I thought about it more and I was like, I'm glad it's not, like... I'm glad it's a prequel. I'm glad they're not trying to remake the games. Like, this might actually be really cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tom Holland, he's funny. You know what I mean? Like, he has a he has a genuine charisma. He's charming. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he, you know, he, he definitely deserves the success that he's had. Yeah, um, he does. He's very talented. Um, 
Chaos Walking. Yeah, Chaos I was walking. right. I was right. It's in there. Yeah. Internet, it's in there. Well, one day when we meet Tom Holland, hopefully he can like tell us the story about how he first put his foot down as an actor. <laughs> Tom Holland, if you would like to come be on the nightly morning show, you're welcome anytime. Yeah. Just also, tweet at us. Any anyone, anyone who anyone who has a, a project coming up that they want to promote or whatever, just just email us. We will have guests. I don't know. Sure. Uh, Are you working guys. on something and you want to promote it to our audience? Come on the nightly morning show. Hell. We'll yeah. pre-tape. I don't care. Whatever. Do a, do a Why Zoom not? meeting. Zoom meeting. <laughs> but every... Okay. We'll get like 10 people. Or no. How about look it on screen? We'll get seven people. Mm -hmm. Um, n No, eight. Right? Hollywood scores. We'll get eight people. And then they'll all get to pitch the product or their thing. But they all have to pitch at the same time. No. No. I'm putting my foot down. Absolutely not. Uh, Tom Holland is guest for the 100th. I, there's no way we could do it. I wish. Misguided. I wish. We only have we only have 12 days until our... Or no. We only have 12 shows until our 100th episode. And we yeah. want to have a special guest. But I don't know who it's going to be. Oh. I don't yeah. know anyone who's currently on a nerdy show. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I only know people on, like, not nerdy shows. Yeah. Yeah. Who should we get, y'all? Do, I, I, do any of you have any cool famous friends? Should I call Carl Urban? Yes, you should call Carl Urban. He's in Toronto. I know. They're filming The Boys. I know. <laughs> I Trust me, I'm aware. People are gonna be like, wait, does she actually know Carl Urban? She does not. She no. just stalked him one time on set. I did not. It, I, <laughs> that's a whole story, y'all, for another day. I've told it before. Yeah, but... for another day. Uh, we need to start recording all of our stories and just having them be linkable. Yeah, for real. Phantom Mello, we would love to. We can't have them over until the... Tw well, actually, the lockdown might be over by then. Possibly. We could... Yeah, that might be possible. Possibly might be. Do we know Jessica Parsons? I don't know Jessica Parsons. No, no, I don't know her. Like flashbacks and Family Guy. Exactly, Richard M7. We'll cut to a clip of our own stories. Oh, God. The stories no. we tell a lot, we'll just... I'll be like... Yeah, oh, I worked no. as an... There was one time I worked as an extra in Avengers. Boop. And just the story happens. Uh, but we need the biggest stream deck <clears throat> for that. Y'all, thank you so much for a great show. That's all the news. That's going to be the end of the morning show. If you're in the Twitch chat, stick around. We're going to keep on chatting with y'all. But for the rest of you on our YouTube and Patreon... Or our YouTube and our podcast feed, this is why you have to be here live. There's more conversations to be had over at twitch.tv slash nerdynightly every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday with the nightly morning show. I also stream my video games there. I play uh, Pokemon Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 right now on Wednesdays and Sundays. Mm -hmm. uh, that schedule is going to be changing soon. But um, there's going to be lots of video game fun to be had. Carlos, what about you? What's what's up in your life? Um, so I normally stream on Wednesdays. Uh, mm -hmm. But I've been letting people know. Um, no stream today. It's going to be tomorrow. We're going to be baking. That's right. Uh, we're going to be live from the kitchen. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. I think we're going to make some uh, some brownies. Ooh. Um, you know, uh, I'm baking them for our one-year anniversary, which is Friday. Ooh. Um, so Wait, what? Stop doing that. We're going to be playing Super Mario 3D World together on Friday to celebrate our one-year anniversary. One-year anniversary of what? Um, our our one-year anniversary of... I don't know. I was going to try to make something funny, and, and I'm not funny. It's fine. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't do it. Clarice makes up the news today. Jeez. 
My brain's not working. Thank you for a great show, everybody. We will see you next time. As always, my name's Nerdy. I'm clever. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye. Ooh.